everybody, my name is Ella, and you're listening to the IMO Books Podcast. If you haven't listened before, on this podcast, I go over my opinions on all the different books I've read recently, each in about two minutes so that I don't bore you with any long rants. Can you hear this sound? It means I'm switching to the next segment. At the end of each episode, I give an overall rating of the book. Finally, I'm going to give you guys a rundown on how I choose which books I talk about. First, I pick a genre or author to do four episodes on. For example, this season, the theme is historical fiction. The first three are books that I personally have chosen to read or have read in the past. The fourth book, however, I do not pick. When I'm preparing to record my last episode, I have my listeners decide which book they want me to talk about. The only rule is that it has to be a part of the genre or written by the author I'm reviewing. To join in, you can email imobooksofficial at gmail.com, DM the imobooks Instagram at imobooksofficial, or check out my Twitter at imobooksofficial as well. All that information and more can be found on my website, so check that out too. Today, we're doing something a bit different from my usual episodes. At the end of each season, I do a fifth episode called a RAD episode, R-A-D. RAD stands for Recommendation, R, Author, A, and D, Debate, which are all going to be segments in these kinds of episodes. As my listener base grows, I'm considering having some of my listeners be on these episodes and share some of their opinions or participate in the debate, and I do have a guest on the debate today, so stay tuned for that. So please let me know if you like this idea, or if you're interested, then make sure to let me know. Alright, that's everything. Let's get started. So first off today, we have recommendations. So I have some recommendations for historical fiction books that I think you guys would enjoy, or that personally I enjoyed, but didn't cover in the series. So firstly, I recommend to you a book called Sarah's Key by Tatiana de Rosne, and I'm so sorry if I mess up the pronunciation of these names, but it's not exactly my strong suit. So the premise of the story, a little girl named Sarah locks her younger brother in the cupboard when she and the rest of her Jewish family are captured by the French police. Over 50 years later, a journalist named Julia reports on the roundup and discovers Sarah's case with her brother. The story revolves around her figuring out the mysteries behind Sarah and her family, including what ended up happening to her brother after they were taken away. This book is amazing for mystery lovers or those interested in some of the concepts of World War II as that is incorporated. For my second recommendation, I suggest you read The Historian by Elizabeth Kostova. Have you guys ever wondered what it would be like to stumble upon some ancient letters? The main character in The Historian knows from personal experience. Each letter she finds is addressed to my dear and unfortunate successor. The main character, young woman, traces this mystery back to Vlad the Impaler, but discovers more than she bargained for in the process. This book is also amazing for mystery lovers, but it's overall just a really engaging book and it kept me interested. My final recommendation to you is a book entitled The Help by Katherine Stockett. So back in the day, African-American women were entrusted with the white women's children throughout the day. However, they were never considered equals to the mothers themselves. So 
three women featured in The Help form an alliance and break down all of the racial barriers separating them. It's a really good thing for people to read, especially today in the society, and although I'm not African American and can't speak on the representation, I personally found the book to be really entertaining. So all of these are really awesome books, and DM me on Instagram or comment on one of my posts if you want me to review any of them in depth more. Now on to our second segment of this episode, the author. So because this season's theme was historical fiction and not the works of one specific author, there are three separate authors that I'm going to cover here, so I'll give you three or so facts about each one of them. And in case you're wondering why there are only three, I did a segment on the author of The Outsiders, which was the last um, author of this season, and... I already did that in the episode where I talked about The Outsiders, so I covered her there because there was a lot more I found about her, and I wanted to have the time to personalize it a bit more than here with all the other authors. So if you want to hear about her, then you really should go check that out because she is a really amazing person and super interesting. So first today, we have Laurie Halsey Anderson, um, who wrote Fever 1793. She writes for teens, children, and adults, which is a really wide range that you honestly don't see too often. And she's written tons of other historical fiction books, all of which have received really high praise. She won the Margaret Edwards Award in 2009 for one of her books. And I think the most popular of her books, I would say, would be Chains, which is also a really good book, especially if you liked Fever 1793. And if you haven't read that one, I suggest you do, and then go listen to my episode on it, because Laurie Halsey Anderson has done an amazing job with her works. Then we have Mildred D. Taylor, the author of Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. She graduated from University of Toledo and served in the Peace Corps of... Ethiopia. She also currently lives in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains. Next, we have Patricia Riley Giff. Giff? Giff Giff. I don't know. Um, I think she's a fairly popular author, though, so I'm guessing you guys know who I'm talking about. She wrote Genevieve's War. Um, She went to Marymount Manhattan College, and she's a big fan of Nancy Drew, as well as some other books that are more famous like The Secret Garden and Little Women. She currently lives in Connecticut with her husband and three cats. All right, so that's all the authors I'm covering today. Now we get to move on to our next segment. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the debate section. So I'm going to do a debate regarding some of the material I've talked about in this episode and other episodes in season three. I have here with me today a guest and a friend of mine to be the opposing side of the debate. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Katie. Um, I'm from the podcast Celebrity Deep Dive. Um, Ella and I do it together and we review a bunch of celebrities and I'm super excited to be on her solo podcast. All right, so... That was an awesome introduction, first of all. (laughs) And now let's hear our debate topic. It is, which is better, The Outsiders movie or the book? And how are they different? So first, Katie's going to list some of the differences between The Outsiders movie and book. 
for reference, we're talking about the original version of the movie and not the extended version. So, um, uh, hmm. So the first thing that I noticed that was different was the first scene. So the first scene in the book was basically like when I left the movie theater, blah, 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 all that stuff. And it was the whole point of the book was that the beginning of it, like the beginning of it is correlated to the end of it. And that didn't really happen to the movie because they missed that line. Um, and then it immediately jumped to the drive-in. And then um, we also got a, more of an idea of their parents' death. Like, we knew they died in an accident, but we didn't know the car got hit by a train, and that was just, yeah. Um, we also cut out the jumping off the train and asking for directions. So when Ponyboy, after Ponyboy and um, Johnny um, killed Bob, um and they went on the train, we never saw them, like, get off the train or, um, like, ask for directions to the church like they did in the book. Um, I also want to point out that the movie seemed so much, like, so much more of a faster pace than the book. Like, it seemed more like mm -hmm. we're just going straight from scene to scene. I uh, noticed that, too, and I actually think it's because a lot of the book had Ponyboy's inner monologue and his narration, but the movie didn't, and all we got to see was the action. Yeah. Um. So, they took out the part where Ponyboy gets sick from smoking. So, while Johnny and Ponyboy are at the church, um, in the book, Ponyboy smokes too much because that's really all they have to do because they're bored out of their minds. So he ends up smoking too much and then gets sick and then sleeps and then Dally comes. But he never did that in the movie. It was just kind of like not existent. Um, also, this is jumping a bit. Um, when Ponyboy gets home from the whole church on fire situation, um, when Ponyboy was doing the dishes, um, his like his banter with Tubit and, and like in the book was not in the movie. Um, which was actually, like, kind of told us more about 2-Bit, too. Um, and the book never described how Johnny was upside down in the hospital, like, the, his situation when he was in the hospital. Um, another thing was Dally's breakdown outside the hospital, because in the book, all that really happened was he just left the hospital and took the car. We never really, like, knew what happened to him. But in the movie, they showed more of his, like, deepness, I guess. Um, and also, in that same, like, kind of section, Ponyboy's ride home was cut out. So, um, like, mm -hmm. hold on. Um, so, when he was just walking on the streets, book, he got into a car with a stranger and his head was bleeding. But that didn't happen in the movie. Um, I was wondering what that was. And then, Ponyboy's sickness, like... When he collapses after Dally gets killed, that just doesn't happen either. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Thanks, Katie, for going over that. So <laughs> now we're going to move on to the actual debate part now that you all have your information. So I am arguing in favor of the book and Katie is arguing in favor of the movie. So, first of all, like I said earlier, my first defense for the book is that it had a much more steady pace because of Ponyboy's inner monologue. Um, so I'm going to say that the faster pace is actually better for some people because 
if you don't like reading and like it can kind of get boring like especially older movies that you're required to watch for school or something can kind of get boring so the faster pace probably kept attention of a a bunch of other like a bunch more students Mm -hmm. well i also think the book was a bit better because it did include that scene with tubit and although it didn't have the one with dally his character is kind of more mysterious and it wasn't exactly necessary um yeah but it also like showed us more because um there were more than just johnny and pony boy that it showed us more characters and it gave us more character development throughout the movie because we didn't get a bunch of that and um in the book too we didn't get a bunch of character development um from dally so the movie showed us kind of like the more emotional side of dally and the raw side of dally All right. Well, that's all for our debate today. So let me know on social media or through email who you think won. And if you want to be on an episode like Katie was, make sure to contact me through socials or email me for that as well. Thanks for joining me today, Katie. And maybe you can be on another episode sometime soon. And that's all for the debate. Okay, that's all for today. Thanks for listening to IMO Books, and please tune into my next episode if you enjoyed this one. My Instagram at IMO Books Official will update you on all the latest episodes and news, so hit the follow button for regular updates. My Twitter is at IMO Books Official as well if you prefer that platform. Also, the link to listen to more episodes of this podcast or visit the website are in the Instagram bio. Once again, thanks for listening to the IMO Books Podcast, and remember, there is no friend as loyal as a book.